foot cramp. Oh, dear. oh my god. <laughs> that you feel like your life is ending. (laughs) Oh, yes, I get those. (laughs) Hello. Hi, guys. Welcome back. To another episode of Sometimes Show Us Laps. I'm Mac. I'm Jubes. And today's episode is... We're going to do a little history lesson mm-hmm. on body trends. Yeah. Yeah. Put in this on Do Not Disturb. We thought it'd be fun, funky, and fresh to talk about the absurdities of health and fitness over the past hundred years. And tis the season, right? Like New Year, <laughs> everyone's trying to get you with your New Year's resolutions of like, come to my gym. New Year, new me. Exactly. Yeah. So we're doing New Year, say must. <laughs> <laughs> And we're going to talk about New Year's um, resolutions. But first, I have an article about um, why they fail. Mm. Um, so I'm going to put it in our description is the word I'm looking for. Um, and there's just it's just a short little article of like New Year's resolutions are toxic. Here's what to do instead, basically. Um, and so I'm just going to read it verbatim. Uh, why do New Year's resolutions tend to fail inherently setting goals for the year ahead is not a bad thing and in fact it's an attempt at self-improvement that should be celebrated which i agree with yeah um however we already face a lot of external pressure from those around us like our parents expectations or society's definition of success setting strict new year's resolutions adds to the pressure we already put on ourselves and as a result weighs us down even more this pressure can lead to feelings of anxiety false hope syndrome and severe damage to your self-esteem I've never heard of false hope syndrome. I've never heard that definition before. I was it's a say. link, so maybe I'll click it. I was like, that's interesting to... <laughs> yeah, right? Term. Coin that term. Yeah. Um, and then they say, and unfortunately, if we fail our resolutions, many of us will set even more unrealistic expectations the following year, fueling a vicious cycle of disappointment and negative energy. Mm-hmm. And that's the exact opposite of what many of us set out to accomplish with our New Year's resolutions to begin with. Mm-hmm. So some alternatives to New Year's resolutions are to reflect on your successes. Which is what we did with our goal setting one. I really mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, do what makes you proud. Um, and so for the example is like everyone loves social butterflies. Um, but why? We hate parties and staying out late. So why are we committing ourselves to going to parties and staying out late kind of mm-hmm. thing? Yeah. Um, so stay true to yourself. What Do what you enjoy. What makes you proud? What makes you excited? So yeah. do that and enjoy being yourself, which kind of adds on to that um change can be good if the right motivation fuel it uh too often we wish we were more like someone else so we create resolutions to achieve those goals make a practice of approaching yourself with self-love and compassion instead Mm -hmm. which is really quite sweet and i feel like Mm -hmm. that yeah i agree aka make goals for the right reasons Mm -hmm. and don't expect yourself to achieve everything and just because you said so for this year well and give yourself grace too yeah. right like there was lots of things that we didn't like complete last year like doing a pull-up right yeah i i'm not going to think of myself as a failure because i wasn't able to get a pull-up mm-hmm. and have that overshadow everything else that i did last year mm-hmm. you know yeah totally so that's just my thoughts totally and then i clicked the link and it didn't really give false hope syndrome unrealistic expectations of self-change People appear to have to whoa what people appear to behave paradoxically by persisting in repeated self change attempts despite previous failures. Mm. It is argued though that self change attempts provide some initial awards even when unsuccessful. Feelings of control and optimism often accompany the early stages of self modification efforts. Mm-hmm. It is thus important to learn to distinguish between potentially feasible and impossible self change goals in order to avoid overconfidence and false hopes leading to eventual failure and distress. So I guess just know your limits, stay within it. Yeah, it doesn't need to be a syndrome. It feels like it's just false hope. Yeah. It's, well, it's just know what you're capable of. Unless, unless you can be chronically false hope. I guess. <laughs> but is that not just being delusional? Delulu? Yeah. Because it. Fall Hulu? Falulu? 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 Delulu or Falulu? Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. I have the Falulu syndrome. 
that sounds terrible. Yeah, I was diagnosed with Falulu. <laughs> it's the DSM seven. Look at us. We don't even have the six. Oh, that's good stuff. Oh yeah, All right. So if we don't get any of our New Year's resolutions, did we Falulu? Yeah, all diagnosis with Falulu. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. But it's literally, and that works really well for this body trends and health myths because some of these trends you're unable to achieve. Oh, yeah. So you go full like genetically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, when I was talking to one of the guys at the gym, like one of the trainers or whatever, and he was like, Show me the person you want to, like, base your body off of. Kind of like, What are your goals? Yeah. And so I showed him, and he was like, oh, Okay, no, that's very attainable. Like, I only asked because some people their goals aren't attainable naturally. Yeah. Like you need to be, what did he say? Taking some special pills or something. So just, yeah, but yeah. it's steroids, right? Like, yeah. he's like, I just want to make sure that your goals are attainable so that you don't fall into the Falulu syndrome. Yeah. Cycle. He said verbatim. <laughs> that was like a direct quote for the trainer at the gym. Yes. <laughs> I recorded it just for this moment. Play the recording. Roll the tape. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do a good mic voice check right now. One, two, one, two. <laughs> Literally, I learned why they say mic check. Oh, um, yeah. Other than just like a, a test, <laughs> squirrel. <laughs> yeah. Because um, it tests the highs and lows of the microphone. So if it's like pitchy, the words itself? yeah, the words itself. When you oh. say mic check or testing, testing. Oh. It checks the up and lows of your voices or whatever, or if it's like, um, if the tests are harsh or whatever, they know what to, like, change. Like, I didn't think that had anything to do with the word itself, other than, <gasps> Me like, neither. the- Like, I thought the word was just so that when people are like, well, what the fuck's going on? God? Is yeah. that you? No, it's literally- there's, okay. there's apparently reasons behind it. And I don't know if we just like chose the words and got lucky. Yeah. It's kind of like the chicken and the egg situation. Yeah. It feels like testing is a good- Thing to say when you're testing out a microphone yeah but it also it's a really good thing to say because it tests out the microphone because it the it has the harsh phonetics. and the soft and yeah interesting so the more you know yeah wow i had something i was gonna say and i went <laughs> blank immediately i went so <laughs> all done um okay so to start out i guess oh we should we didn't do an intro of like well, a, we did an intro. What what's new with you? <laughs> <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't do a catch up. <laughs> like it feels way too early to just dive into the mean potatoes of the episode. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I guess okay. So time of recording, it is December nineteenth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and so what I've been doing this past week is prepping for Christmas. Yep, yep. Um, as best as I can with minimal to no funds. Mm-hmm. So I did the bulk of my Christmas shopping in July. <laughs> yeah, you were very smart. You hopped on a bunch of sales then. Yeah, because there was a whole, like, there was a butt ton of sales because no one's buying stuff in the middle of summer, really. Yeah. Like, unless it's a bikinis and it's not, I'm not buying people someone a bikini for Christmas unless I know they have a reason <laughs> for it. <laughs> did you get me a bikini no. <laughs> no but then so i got everyone like something like one item and i was like because i know i have money now i don't mm-hmm. know what my money's gonna be like come december yeah because i knew my life circumstances and then um so i did that and then yeah there was a 70 percent off sale mm-hmm. at chapters and so duh i'm i can't believe i missed that i'm still upset about it yeah i got yeah. something that was like a retail price like 120 for 40 bucks yeah, that's so nice. I was like, sold. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so I got everyone one thing. And so now that I'm working and I know what my finances are like, I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, now I have to like, there's a few other things that I want. I had ideas. I'm an yeah. idea girl. I like, when I have something in my mind, I'm like, I have to bring this to fruition. Yeah. And so that's one of your gifts. And it's currently. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. It's on order. Uh, it's, it's scheduled to come in January 1st. So <laughs> That's okay. I thought of a really good gift for you today. Um, mm-hmm. But it's five days before Christmas. Or six days before Christmas. And it would not be here in time. And I'm just. Yeah. So I don't know if I should order it. I mean, 
you're getting your Christmas gift in January so I can give you a complete set. Maybe I will. I think it'd be pretty funny. <laughs> but it's one of those things I looked at. I looked at my list because I was like, okay, like yours is one. I'm like, I'm like, okay, I want to get like just another piece, you know? Yeah. And then so I was like, oh, looked at my list of like ideas. I'm so intrigued. I think you're going to like it, but I think it's also going to make you freeze initially. Like, I feel like it's going to have to for you to start using it. It's going to take you like a, a step. <laughs> so nervous now <laughs> i think you're gonna love the idea of it but for you to actually use it i think it's gonna take you like a little bit of like courage to use it hmm. that sounds wrong but it's yeah, not i was like did you give me a sex toy <laughs> no, it's not <laughs> that's my first thought it's it's very very pg like it's okay, nothing okay. like yeah oh wow i'm so it's intrigued. nothing kinky it's nothing weird it's just like <laughs> obscure and nothing you would ever really buy for yourself bikini no because <laughs> that checks most of those boxes <laughs> no it's obscure and it's something that because i know you i know you'll enjoy but you'll you'd never think to get it for yourself mm, i'm excited okay yeah yeah so wow i know <laughs> january 1st is so far away now <laughs> It was like 19 days ago. Yeah, 12 days ago or whatever yeah. this comes out. So I've been doing that and then I went Amazon crazy for my Christmas shopping because I'm like, do you think I have time to go to the mall mm-hmm. at this this time? Yeah, yeah. Sheridan's coming down tomorrow and I was like, do you want me to cross iron? Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm just going to, it's just going to be two days and it's going to suck and we're just going to get all of our shopping done and just be done with it. Yeah. And then it'll just... At least you have, like, midday times to do it. Yeah, and, like, it's during the week, so it hopefully shouldn't be too crazy. And I have lists of everything that I want to buy, so it should be in my brain right now. It's very in and out. Yeah. So. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Hopefully. We'll see. Did you ever return the book that I got you? I did. I did go to Chapters right after brunch. Or... Yeah, so you did go yeah. right after, yeah. Yeah, I did go right after. I didn't buy anything because I don't have a book in mind, and I mm. I know there's one that's coming out at the end of January that I want to buy. Did they give you a credit then or something? Yeah, they gave me another gift card. Oh, they nice. put on there. Sweet. So I was like, I returned it. She's like, any reason? I was like, I already have this one at home. She's like, do you still have this card? <laughs> and I was like, no, it was a gift. <laughs> She's like, oh, okay, I'll just put it on a gift card. I was like, yeah. thank you. Yeah. 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 No. For for reference, uh, for Granny's <laughs> birthday, I... I had nothing my brain was empty i was like i don't know what to get her and during i'm like okay books you're really in your book game right now yep i walked over to the fantasy section <laughs> and i went eeny meeny miny mo picked up a book googled is blank good is blank spicy <laughs> does, <laughs> does blank have fairy porn yeah exactly <laughs> and i was like i avoided sarah mass because you've already read akatar and i thought you had bought the akatar books but turns out you hadn't bought Mm-mm. the books and but I read all of her series and I'm restarting them again. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, okay, it turns out I could have done that one for you. Um, but then long story short, I got Journey a book that she already has. And yeah, it was a good book though. That's good. It was a good book. I just finished the third one of that series and it sucked so hard. Yeah. And I'm going to be done with it, even though I think there's a fourth and a fifth book coming out of that mm, series. It just like, ruined but she it. just like ended it in a really good way where you don't have to read the fourth. Because it just kind of like ties up almost everything in a neat little bow and you like the characters are happy and in love and together and you're like, yay, this is exciting. So you can just like Mm -hmm. be done with it. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. So I was like, perfect. Love it. Good. (laughs) Yeah. Love her. Leave her alone. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I was like, I don't care about any of the rest of this. Yeah. But yeah, definitely. But then I also saw um, a reading order list combining that series and another one Mm. that's kind of the same so you can kind of like intermingle them because apparently there's things in one book that you need to make sense for the other book interesting and so i was like okay am i about to read this whole series again (laughs) you got me (laughs) shoot (laughs) these targeted ads are really targeted tag i'm it (laughs) literally so who knows okay that's mm-hmm. good gotta refinish Akatar though so so you got christmas shopping and then anything else any other points yeah so my family's coming here for christmas again i realized i said that in another episode but i don't remember when it came out um yeah it's been a blur yeah i the episodes i've been editing have just been all out of order and i'm like i don't know <laughs> we're back to your regularly scheduled programming won't be as far in advance yeah it'll be after this one it'll be yeah. pretty regular yeah um what was I? Oh, yeah. So I just have to 
I gotta go grocery shopping, so I gotta brave Costco and the mall in this Christmas hell. Mm. <laughs> Luckily, I'll have my emo- emotional support sister with me. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, just kind of get ready for everyone to have Christmas here, mm. which won't be too bad, but yeah, just more mostly mentally preparing and just sure. like kind of cleaning and making sure that That's it's. Fair accessible for my grandparents because they're quite old so i'm trying to make sure that like mm-hmm. there's lots of seating areas and like yeah it's good so i think i'm gonna move our coffee table out of our living room just for the time being because it takes up so much room there that they won't mm-hmm. be able to move around mm-hmm. um and i feel like we'll be spending a lot of our time in the living room anyways yeah so that's fair yeah the only thing i really need to do for christmas dinner gatherings or whatnot um so i went to my boyfriend's family's house the other weekend mm-hmm. and they had this drink and they call it sorrel mm. and like the boot well you think it's like <laughs> sorrel boot no it's um so it's jamaican he's from barbados but they have like so the caribbean it's a caribbean drink and it's basically hibiscus steeped with like christmas spices interesting to make like a mulled wine-esque flavored drink oh. but they drink it cold so it's like a christmas iced tea pretty much is it good yeah yeah it tastes just like yeah because it seems like hibiscus cinnamon allspice oranges all that kind of stuff Hmm. and you like steep it and then you let it sit in the fridge for x number days or whatever but i'm like i like mulled wine yeah and so i can see myself drinking this as like as like an apple cider but like a hibiscus yeah i feel like warm would be really good and he's like absolutely not cold is the way to go because that's the caribbean yeah um (laughs) but Hmm. Yeah, and so we had it at his house a few weeks ago, and so now I'm on the hunt for the best place to get hibiscus. Would not where you? Th- yeah, where you work has that. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So I'm lucky that where I work has it. It has yeah. the exact type, and so just like I hope it turns out okay. So I'm gonna yeah. try my try hmm. my hand at making this spiced hibiscus. I wish I liked beverage. hibiscus more because that sounds really yummy. I'll make when I make it, or if I get at it, yeah, I'll bring some to you, and like yeah. you can try it. Just yeah. to like, because it's so uniquely tasty. Yeah, know. weird. I yeah. would never have thought of putting like Christmas spices with hibiscus. No, me neither. Hmm. But, you know, perks of Caribbean <laughs> boyfriend. Ending your culture. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> huh, fun. Okay. Trying all sorts of Caribbean foods that some hit and some miss. So, yeah, this is one that hit for me. I was like, you know what? I'm craving that like as a warm beverage. Sweet. So I'm going to try my hand at making that. We love to see it. Okay. And speaking of hitting and missing, body trends. <laughs> <laughs> we transitions hit again. That was a great one. <laughs> I don't know. You thought uh, of it I, I thought our I thought our, our cult indoctrination one that was, was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite ones. Oh, sweet. Yeah. So we're just gonna t- uh, touch on a little bit of like women's and body trends throughout history. Yeah, we have some men's, but it's been less uh, fluctuation. There's what the men's was really interesting to see mm-hmm. what fluctuation it has. Like it doesn't fluctuate every ten years. It was more like every fifty. Yeah, it changed. Yeah, um, which is interesting. So when we were brainstorming, did I bring up this episode to you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I had seen a TikTok by. Why well, I said it's so like enunciated a TikTok. Oh, it sounded great. <laughs> I was like, whoa, <laughs> didn't notice. But normally I mumble, so I'm just focused so hard that the door is closed and it's really throwing me off. <laughs> Uh, so this on this TikTok, it was by Quinn. Uh, her at is Rehab Bestie. That was a fun one to. Oh man, I've been trying so it. hard to figure out what that said. <laughs> what, what, what did you, how did you read it? How did you read it? Um, I I literally <laughs> couldn't read it. I just like skimmed over it because the bees beside each other like threw me off and I don't know what it was. Yeah. Rehab bestie. Either way. Yeah. No, that makes sense. I saw a TikTok and I saved it. And when we were plotting for these next couple months, I was like, idea. Mm -hmm. Um, And basically her Roman Empire was talking about like body myths over the decades. Yeah. So that was you can tell when that trend was if you follow. Yeah. If you follow TikTok. Yeah. So she's like, my Roman Empire is this. And then she kind of goes through everything. And so basically what she talks about, you had done on your own research. Mm-hmm. And then I just like added in. So oh, a sick. lot of our sources come from 
a variety of internet sources, but mm-hmm. it started with Rehab Bestie for me. Sick. Yeah. And yeah, I guess by extension, it also started with Rehab Bestie for me too. Louise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you sent it to me, but I don't, yeah. No idea. I don't know. Anyway, cool. so um, we have the women's trends um, separated in two decades. A big thank you to Persona Nutrition for working with Sometimes Jabata Slaps. Persona Nutrition ships customized vitamins and supplements to you each month. All you need to do is take their short quiz on their website and they will build you the perfect pack of vitamins. With subscription, you also have access to nutritionists online, so if you have any health concerns or questions, you will be directed with a nutritionist in no time. The vitamin packs come with the cutest little wrapper with your name on it and a list of supplements inside. If you want more information, there is a blog on their website with tons of additional information. Right now, get 50% off your first month subscription with the link on our website. If you want to get into supplements and vitamins and all that good stuff, head on over to sometimeshabbatislaps.com for more information. Um, So in the 1910s, um, there's hourglass figure with a cinched waist, and then I... um, more rounded shoulders, rounded boobs, small waist, corset era. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like a lot of us can kind of envision the style of the 1910s. Mm-hmm. Just delicate, round, feminine. Yeah, yeah, very feminine. Yeah. And then we hit the 1920s, which is thin with no curves. The boxier, the better. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's the flapper era, right? So flat chest, boyish bodies, short girls were favored, like about five feet. Hmm. Um, cigarettes over sweets because you're trying to have zero body fat that's the wild group. that was actually one of the, the um i'm pretty sure it was like in like at in news articles and stuff it's like yeah have a, so you have a cigarette because well they're like hunger suppressants mm-hmm. yeah wild yeah yeah thinking back to when we worked at the coffee shop and there were days where i was like man i need to start smoking just so i don't have to take a lunch break <laughs> toxic our workplace was <laughs> oh my god so yeah that's a long time ago um, <laughs> um i really hated the flapper era i just because i really wanted to be a um like a fashion designer so i was big mm. into like the history of fashion and stuff yeah and i could not stand the flapper era i just thought it was like so like, I didn't love, like, the short hair with, like, the headbands and the mm-hmm. feather and, like, the short little flapper dresses. Mm-hmm. I just was not into it. I think it's fun. Mm-hmm. Like, the parties, I can imagine them being really fun. Yes, yeah. Because, like, Gatsby and mm-hmm. all that stuff. But, yeah, I definitely, I don't know, I don't think I would thrive in that area. Yeah. Yeah, me neither. Being a curvy girl who looks god-awful with a bob. <laughs> Same. So. But I'm not that curvy. <laughs> um, it was Gatsby, like, the great Gatsby. Was that a real story? Well, it's a was story, it but Scott Fitzgerald just yeah it's a story I don't think it's based on a real it's story not, okay I don't know who, maybe secretly but no yeah okay I don't think well, it's a real because I wasn't person. sure and then I was like maybe it was no okay. but the Wolf of Wall Street is a real story yeah because it was about Jordan Belfort because mm-hmm. of the song because Gatsby um, and and Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> it is but also like the stories like the rich the rich dude out of nowhere it just like mm. they just mesh in my brain that's funny <laughs> I, I kind of i followed your train of thought but it was just different <laughs> things that got me to where you were at <laughs> that's funny yeah. same, same with the revenant or whatever <laughs> <laughs> yeah i love what he called it and the titanic bear. jordan buffer when he climbed to the bear man <laughs> it just really got me i'm getting dirty funny talking about fart oh man okay um moving on um to the 1930s where it was more of like a curvy body with a slim waist so curves are back in but not too curvy um a b cup is ideal i guess um Mm -hmm. long thin legs tall is back baby um the wonder bread dieter i didn't know wonder bread was from the 1930s yeah apparently it was one of the ones like sliced wonder bread was like a thing during this time weird so i found out well i guess that would have been the depression era Mm -hmm. but then when i like talked when i looked into i was like hey what the heck is the wonder bread diet Mm -hmm. um and so i found this website that if you click on the link okay you can see a bunch of old advertisements 
um, for weight loss Ooh. by eating like bread. <laughs> so it's like I smoke a Lucky instead of eating sweets. It's toasted. <laughs> um, I love the it. The slender silhouette no longer means starvation. Wild. You can climb 460 steps on one slice of bread. Bread Oof. is a valuable source of our greatest fuel we need. Uh, fuel we need. Sustained energy to the kind to keep up, keep you going for hours. So if you want to get a lot done and feel splendidly energetic for work and play and eat plenty of bread, at least six slices of day to help supply the needed energy. Well, I read that so badly. but So they just discovered carbs. Yeah. Essentially. They were like, you need the blood sugar spike from a carb to like. Essentially. essentially yeah. It's like we can't survive off of cigarettes. We, we need carbs. Interesting. So we'll add this into the description. Those too, are I, so fun to look at. Right, you can do an hour's ironing on two slices of bread. I'm just gonna read that. <laughs> I'm now gonna measure my task because if I'm ever in like ADHD paralysis, <laughs> I can't decide what to do. I'm just be like, hmm, this task will take me two slices of bread. <laughs> this is a two bread uh, friggin' task. Like, do you tire easily? Feel down during the day? Worn out when the evening comes? Your trouble may that you're not eating enough energy foods. Bread is a valuable source of food energy everyone needs. So make bread a part of every meal. At least six slices a day for each one in the family. So say it. You just eat because you're eating only, only bread. About me for these six slices per person. Oh my gosh. You're just no, stacking the under breads bread. are so long. <laughs> you have to feed a whole family. Oh my goodness. Okay, but I'm shocked that um, in the 1930s, curves were back in because it was Depression era. So I kind of feel like it should be like a more of a sicker body type should be in. But but maybe it's more desired because most people were sick. Yeah, that makes sense, actually. Right? Yeah, that, that makes sense. So then we hop into the 40s where like a taller and more like square figure was the thing so we're looking for angles we're looking for broad shoulders long thin necks tiny waist and bullet bras uh, so you want big boobs broad shoulders basically yeah. <laughs> me yeah. i'm in the 1940s if you had spiky boobs that would be <laughs> get pointier <laughs> watch us i bought you a bullet bra <laughs> i would freeze if i saw that <laughs> No, I hate the look of the pointy yeah. boobs. But they just want, like, you want long, lean, angular, and just, mm-hmm. like, boom. Like a yeah, you want to be kind of shaped like a Dorito in every way. Yeah, we're talking sexy pizza slice here. Ooh. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I can, like, imagine the, like, the house, like, the cartoon housewives, like, when they style them kind of like this, with, like, the super cinched waist, yeah. the like the triangular like body, sh- like yeah. upper body, like kind of Jetsonsy. Yeah, but she's yeah. not. She's not fully, but yeah, she's like angular. Mm-hmm. I don't so. know who it is I'm picturing, but I can like yeah see her. You see her. as much as I can without Definitely. being able to picture things in my brain. Um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. um, so then in the 1950s, uh, larger hips and fuller busts are in. Uh, skinny is out. Bye bye jubes. Um, weight gain products started being sold Marilyn Monroe era, yeah. which I would have thought Marilyn Monroe would be more of a 1940s because her body is very, I guess. No, who am she's I not angular. Of? No, she's not. She's curvy. She was like the, the sexy fat girl. Right. But she wasn't even fat. She was no. just had a regular body. Yeah. Who am I thinking of that wore the pointy bras? Is that Madonna? Madonna did. 1940s feels way too early for Madonna. Madonna's 80s. Okay. But yeah, she did wear pointy, like, she was very, um, yeah, pop. Yes. pop. Yeah. Which included spiky bras and stuff, too, so. Hmm. I don't know who I'm thinking of, but yeah. Yeah. Do you remember? Maybe you don't remember. Maybe this is a niche thing to me. I don't know. I wasn't alive in the 1950s. (laughs) Me neither. (laughs) Okay. Just (laughs) for clarification. I'm not a vampire. I may be a year older than you, but I was not alive in the 50s. Oh, I'm 50 years older than me. My mistake. (laughs) No, what I was saying is like when I was in like junior high and high school, a lot of the girls who were just like 
average or like larger for high school, mm-hmm. but average size for any adult. Mm-hmm. They were always like, well, I'm like a Marilyn Monroe. Like the biggest thing was like, it was oh. like thigh gaps versus thigh diamond or whatever. Oh, which is like the diamond is like the gap between like butt cheeks and thighs touching and all that kind of thing. Like, yeah, I was never a part of that. I just remember it being a thing because we had such a maybe like the diversity in my school or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But it was like this back and forth of like our generation, like fighting diet culture of yeah. like the 90s, early 2000s, which we'll get into. And then being like, well, Marilyn Monroe was like sexy, like have some meat on your bones. So like, yeah. All of a sudden, like Marilyn Monroe is like this empowerment figure for everyone who was like grew up around the starve yourself 90s and 2000s. Interesting. No, I always thought I didn't realize that Marilyn Monroe was uh, just a regular body type. I always thought she was like super skinny and like, yeah, like the typical like, um, I guess more of like the 1940s, I guess, like I said, like cinched waist. Yeah. Um, big boobs like curvy hips but like skinny yeah. I did, I well and she was like, well, I, she I didn't realize she was just like a regular girl mm-hmm. yeah um, but they like they put yeah, her out to be this like large audacious Ooh. woman so interesting no the only thing I really remember that would be kind of similar to that is there was something about like if you can hold a pencil between your thighs mm-hmm. or something I don't remember if it was like good or yeah. bad or whatever I remember like vaguely well, that was like the preference the, or whatnot. Be a thigh gap test or yeah. whatever. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. Crazy. I was never a part of that. Yeah. And then we hop into the 1960s where the goal is to be ultra slim with no curves. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we're back to the flapper era in many ways. Yeah. Because uh, Twiggy is our it girl. <laughs> um, weight loss is back, including amphetamines. A lot of people went on amphetamines to lose all this weight again to get to like Twiggy. Well, we love healthy weight loss. Yeah. <laughs> and so we're aiming for like five foot six, 95 pounds. Like that's right. the, that's the target. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Weird. Cause I definitely still had the 1960s and the 1940s as very similar style eras. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. And they, they, of course, like there's overlap, right? Not everyone's like jumping. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. It's going off like following like media yeah. trends. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And then we also have the 1970s, which is small hips and flat stomach. Farrah Fawcett, Farrah Fawcett is the it girl, long and lean, but athletic too, for more of like the toned look. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And again, what were we talking about where it's like the false hope syndrome? Mm-hmm. A lot of women mm-hmm. can't have small hips because you need lo- like we're genetically predispositioned to have or predisposed to have larger hips because we need a bigger pelvis. So that we can have kids. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's almost, there's an example of a false hope syndrome, a falulu, because <laughs> you literally can't have small hips. Like, so it's genetically impossible. Yeah. For, like, yeah. Yeah. So that's just mm-hmm. my opinion. And flat tummies too, right? Like, you, you, that's also sometimes, a hard, like, impossible. Yeah. Definitely. To do it healthily, I guess. Definitely. Um, so, and then we hop into the eighties where we just take that tone look and we go extreme with it. <laughs> so we're talking like Jane Fonda, masculine, muscly, athletic workout. This is when you're wearing your like neon shorts underneath your leotard and you're doing jazzercise and yeah, that's the vibe. But we want like rock hard Pilates muscles. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Very, very lean, very toned, very, but still strong. Yeah. Sorry, I just mm-hmm. had to Google what Farrah Fawcett actually looked like. Yeah, she's like your classic, like, wispy hair, mm-hmm. model-esque. Well, I was just like, I don't know what her body looks like. <clears throat> just a regular girl? Um, <laughs> yeah, so then we have the 1990s, and this is where, in my opinion, it gets, like, super toxic. And we're all still recovering from the toehold <laughs> the 1990s has on women. <laughs> So it's the extremely thin, like, wayfish figure where you're very thin, like, you're basically anorexic. There's low-fat diets and spanks because, heaven forbid, you have boobs or a butt or thighs or any sort of Mm -hmm. extra on your body. Yeah, this is, like, very, like, borderline, like, 
kind of drug addict then like yeah literally malnourished <laughs> very much so it's the oh. whole like oh i ate an almond today mm-hmm. and so that means i can only have half an almond tomorrow yeah kind of thing. it's where the almond mom comes in yeah definitely mm-hmm. which brings us into the 2000s where we put on a little bit more meat but like not too much and so it's like a toned slim body so you're looking for like you want to keep this like anorexic vibe to you mm-hmm. but you want to add a six pack <laughs> yeah you don't want to be able to see all of your ribs but just like some of them yeah exactly and so we're thinking britney spears at yeah. her peak but even with britney there was like this whole scandal it was like made morning television and in the news when she had a little bit more fat around her stomach than we're used to and yeah they were like bashing her calling her a whale like doing all these things and it's it's things like that there's like no wonder women have terrible body issues because we're just being fat shamed for existing Mm -hmm. and it's like oh i'm so sorry that i bloat a little bit more when i'm like menstruating or in my like phase leading up to menstruation because my body's preparing to have a child yeah like i'm so sorry that that inconveniences you yeah um so then we're into the 2010s um it's more of an hourglass figure with fuller curves um the brazilian butt lifts are in the kardashian body like just the extreme extreme hourglass figures and this is what i'm talking about where you can tell the whole like like we lived in the like what i was saying the battle between like the thigh gap or no thigh gap oh, okay yeah that's this transition here it's like the 2000s yeah. into the into 2010s the, kind of thing. yeah so wild well I yeah know. and i feel like the 2010s is when like fillers and like botox and mm. plastic surgery and stuff really became almost more accessible yeah or it's like less of a taboo yeah. To have that done in you. So people are more like, oh, okay, well, the Kardashians are getting this done. So I'm also going to get this done because yeah. it's quote unquote in. <laughs> Definitely. And then now we're in the ni- what, 1920s. <laughs> Black <laughs> era. <laughs> Woo. 2020s. <laughs> so the quote unquote natural is in right now mm-hmm. because the Kardashians have removed all their implants. <laughs> yep. So we're looking for like a BBL, but like, natural and small and like thin curves and like yeah. nothing we're not talking like dramatic boisterous in your face as much yeah um it's almost just accentuating what you have already yeah but yeah. still you gotta be a little bit curvy which can mm-hmm. be like uh, unattainable for some right yeah exactly but yeah it's like not yeah. the it's crazy because like celebrities make such an impact on this right yeah which is really annoying because they have yeah like it's hard for people to attain it when someone mm-hmm. can just pay ten thousand dollars for yeah. a plastic surgeon to make them the end thing. And yeah. I also feel like with the twenty twenties, um, like gym bods are coming back. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of people or at least the bodies that I'm looking at or whatever, mm-hmm. it's I guess a lot of the like gym girls are like flatter chested and mm-hmm. like huge glutes. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that feels like the trend that we're going into right oh, now. Oh, totally. Very like much so. Thing. But it all falls along the like the natural. Everyone wants a butt still, mm-hmm. but it's <laughs> <laughs> but but <laughs> but um, it's more like retaliation against plastic surgery. You yeah, know, exactly. there are still at the ha- chunk of people who are, mm-hmm. of course, getting their yeah sketchy injections and BBLs and yeah all that kind of stuff. I'm very intrigued with what the 2030s will hold, mm-hmm. especially because we are very much in this. I feel like we're moving towards more of like a your body is beautiful like you yeah. don't need to follow this trend like just be happy in the skin you're in like yeah kind of mindset but if we're mimicking history or whatever yeah I had a scary thought about that 1980s was the athletic <clears throat> so 1990s we're about to go into was, the wayfish yeah I really I don't think we will though because I feel like who the knows? people who are like in control of that have lived through the 1990s yeah so they know that that's not ideal you know what i'm saying yeah because even though we were the tail end of the 1990s we are still somehow traumatized from the 1990s early 2000s yeah so i feel like if we're in charge of what's beautiful in the 2030s we're not going to revert back to that but on that argument though we're talking about so we're talking about like say kids in the 60s or whatever the skinny era yeah they would have been like 
parents or whatnot in the 90s. I guess. So I guess it would have been the same kind of thing then. Yeah, you kind of revert back to whatever. So yeah. Hmm. So it's a matter of if we follow in spite of or just in trend, because one thing I will say, Mm -hmm. Generation Alpha is unhinged. So Lord knows what they're going to be into. That's true. That's true. Because they're like, like, yeah, Gen Z had like a little little dabble in like the Tide Pod kind of shit. (laughs) (laughs) But (laughs) a little dabble in eating (laughs) laundry detergent. The Generation Alpha is like unhinged. I feel like they would put Tide Pods in a crack pipe. (laughs) Yeah, they, yeah, 100%. Do off the wall. They would find a way to butt chug a Tide Pod or something. Yeah, Yeah, okay. (laughs) So I'm. Slightly concerned because I don't know how, what to expect from Gen Alpha. But yeah, 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 no, that's that's fair. Um, okay, so on a completely different topic, I had a thought of like, because um, I saw something at the beginning of 2020s when everyone's like, yay, like, maybe we'll have like the flapper era, Great Gatsby, like all the fun parties and stuff are going to be coming back. Oh, yeah. And then my mind went about the plague instead. Yeah. So I was like, okay, it kind of feels like we're in the Depression era. Um, and then my brain was like did we just lose 10 years? Like did somehow someone just change time and we just lost 10 years? Yeah. Like just maybe that's like, what happened at Y2K because I feel like 2016 was prime flapper era for us. Mm. But yeah. So I kind of went down that rabbit hole just quickly and it was a little <laughs> scary for a second there. <laughs> um, but yeah, so men. Oh, men. Um, their trends were, they're very interesting because I'd never looked at the male body trends. Like, I've seen it with, like, styles, like, hairstyles, mm-hmm. outward appearances, but, yeah, not body trends. Yeah. Um, so, in the late 1800s to early 1900s, um, having a wide waist and ample frame showed higher economic status. Um, basically, if you weren't just stick thin, mm-hmm. you were considered attractive because you had money to eat. Yeah, and I knew that, with, like, for women, too, right? Like, you wanted to be the chubbier the bustier the better mm-hmm. that's the same with like queen victoria where she was like mm-hmm. a fuller person or woman um but <laughs> jesus that's what was viewed as beautiful for that time like yeah. yeah anyway definitely um and then the 1920s to the 1950s it was more of an athletic lean clean cut mm-hmm. um because with the invention of motion pictures made it known that cameras make people look heavier or on screen yeah, which I thought that was very interesting how, yeah. like, the invention of the camera, like, influenced. And I wonder, because that was 1920s to 50s. hmm Yeah, for women, it was still pretty slim then as well. Yeah. Yeah. And then <laughs> mid-60s to 70s, um, thin and slender, no muscle tone, trim waist, slender chest, arms and legs. Dippy-dippy. Yeah. Peace think. and love, bro. Yeah. Long and skinny. Long hair, mustache. Yeah. Bell bottoms. <laughs> the vibe <laughs> we love to see it uh 1980s bodybuilding also hit the men mm-hmm. um so bulging muscles is what you want yeah it was all the rage because that yeah. was like arnold schwarzenegger sylvester mm-hmm. sloan like yeah all those guys um yes. and the 1990s to 2000s athletic muscular and lean but not as lean as the 1970s yeah i believe they mention had michael murray oh that's a great example yeah. Even just like every Y2A football player. Just like Ken quarterback. Like a Ken Barbie. Yeah. Like that's 1990s to 2000s. Just yeah. defined, but not excessive. Yeah. Yeah. And then 2015 to present, dad bod. But I also think there is a sprinkle of like the gym bro still in there. Yeah, I agree. Like the boys are still wanting to work out. Yeah. And some. Definitely dab one mm-hmm. roids. Yeah. Well, I feel like the way they describe dad bod from this source wasn't what you think of when you think of a dad bod. Hmm. How did they describe it? It it was just like athletic, muscular, and lean, but with a fuller torso. Okay. So instead of like the V. Yeah. Like, because you know how men are kind of Dorito shaped? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, zesty red so many thoughts Um, they're just like they're more rectangular shaped Mm, okay I can kind of see that when I see when I think dad bod I definitely think like 
enjoys a good beer. But yeah, can like, also lift some weight if necessary. Broad shoulder, bigger stomach. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe my interpretation of what they wrote is different. Yeah. But yeah. No, I think of like, yeah, slightly bigger, like a chubbier around the around the belly. I almost think of like a beer gut. Yeah. When I think of dad bod. Yeah, but I but think not, they, but not so far. I think they just mean like Jason Momoa, like, like a, just like thick, like strong a, guy, a lukewarm beer gut. <laughs> yeah. like we're not going in hot. We're just going in a little. I can't see your abs unless you flex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. that makes sense. And so I can see that. But there are definitely some roid monkeys at the at the gym. Dude, yeah. I was at the gym the other day. I was the only girl in the gym, and I was oh, like, yeah. huh. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like this game anymore. <laughs> there was one guy who like was always just managed to be like working out beside me. And I was like, Stop mm. following me. Oh yeah. <laughs> but no, it was fine. So with body trends, yeah. I then was like, okay, let's dive into like bizarre fitness trends or health and wellness kind of related things. Mm-hmm. And so I found an article. I just read the title of the link that you <laughs> Vintage photos of bizarre exercise fads from the last 100 years that we hope never come back. Mm-hmm. Is the article is from Business Insider. So big thank you to Blue Land for working with Sometimes Spotted Slaps. If you're passionate about the earth and a clean home, then these are the cleaning products for you. Blue Land is a company that sells eco-friendly cleaning products on a subscription basis. You can buy the welcome kit, which comes with dissolvable tablets of the products and reusable containers for each product. I got the clean sweet kit, which comes with a foaming hand soap, laundry detergent, powder dish soap, dishwasher detergent, multi-surface cleaner and bottle, bathroom cleaner and bottle, and glass and mirror cleaner and bottle. And I love it so far. It has done exactly what I need it to do. So there are so many kits that you can get. And once you have what you need, then the tablets can be mailed out as needed. So you can just order the tablets and you don't have to get rid of the bottle as if what you do when you go to the grocery store now. So we love that they don't send out useless plastic bottles with each product and you can just pop a tablet into the bottle and reuse it. So if you're interested in incorporating Blue Land products into your everyday life, click the link in our description and or on our website. So one of the first one that they talk about is this like vibrating belt. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's basically like it massages your stomach and vibrates fat off of your body. Yeah, I've seen that. Essentially. And again, this will also be in the link below or maybe during if she felt feels like it. She can add photos into the yeah. video. Um, My grandparents had something like that. But instead of it going around your stomach, you just stood on it. Yeah. And it just vibrated you. So we have one of those, too. Do you actually? Yeah. <laughs> That's what we do. But no, so this one's just like a belt that they had on a machine that just like, imagine it's like massaging your arm really fast. That's kind of what the idea of what it does. And it's supposed to like shake the fat away. (laughs) In the 40s, women would spend time in a slenderizing salons um, where machines like the Slendo Massager were used. So same idea, but like more intimidating because you're around a machine that has a whole bunch of vibrating mechanisms around every limb wild i just like have like a bad mind envision of like just like catching like a piece of skin or something yeah i feel like it can't not be painful yeah no but you just like sit and they look like springs now they went away from like the fabric and they went to metal for yeah because that makes sense reason yeah literally Jeez. Yeah. and um there was different types you could like standing and then there was sitting ones so you could knit while your legs are being worked out <laughs> dream <laughs> screw walking on a treadmill at a desk <laughs> i almost said i want to have a vibrator at my desk and that's not that's not how i meant that that was gonna sound yeah oh my gosh um and then there's like these like puffy suits which are supposed to be like a portable sauna oh yeah, yeah i've seen those so you just sit in this like inflatable hot suit and just sweat out yeah. Your problems. And then there's one they actually had with arms, so you can read a book while you're. <laughs> oh, yeah. Internal temperature is 108. <laughs> that sounds terrible. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's so crazy. Yeah. Uh, this photo really gets me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. I love that. It gets me. Oh, my god. It's gosh. a good one. Um, and then 
there was an electrical current fad. Okay, because I saw on this link, because I didn't click it um, So for the surprise factor, and it says, hashtag electrical currents were also used in small baths to stimulate blood circulation. Yeah, so that's that's what this is. So this, this photo that Jeremy's referencing is a woman sitting in, on a chair with all four of her limbs in water baths that are connected to electricity. Oh, that's so counterintuitive. So think toaster in a bathtub, <laughs> but controlled. <laughs> Not lethal, but controlled. Weird. Uh-huh. Because I, like... Yeah. Huh. I'd like to look more into that one specifically, just because I'm so intrigued. So the small... Yeah, apparently, the, the theory of this one is, like, the small electrical currents mm. were supposed to give you the same results as exercise. So... Mm. However, instead of actually moving and working up a sweat, users were able to break it, lay down and relax. I don't understand how just like having your hands in them causes you to lose weight, though. It's like sending electrical pulses through your body. Yeah, I guess. That's the idea. Hmm. So it's great. Weird. Uh, in the 50s, masks were used to exercise facial muscles. Okay. So there's like... <laughs> That's terrifying of <laughs> a woman who kind of looks like Leatherface. These pictures will be on the on the video for those of you. <laughs> Holy cow! Maybe we'll put them on our Instagram too. We have to. Just, yeah, we have to share this. this is, those are scary. Yeah. So how does that exercise your facial muscles? Do you just had someone massaging your face with this mask on it, and it's supposed to? I think it's supposed to be a similar idea to like like a limb. To now massage? we have those like electrical like zappers, like face zappers. I haven't seen those. One of them's called like new, new me or something. And so one of them's called like a new face. And it's basically like this little thing. It sends like electrical like pulses in your face and it's supposed to have like release like muscles and like oh. give yourself a facelift. It's a similar idea. As, like, I didn't realize it had electrical impulses. I thought it was just kind of like a fancier gua sha. No, this one has electrical impulses. Interesting. Okay. In the 50s, there's also um, a mechanical bowl type exercise equipment that used to ride. <laughs> And see, that's a good idea because it really trained your core and your legs. Yeah. So, so that makes back sense. The mechanical bull, just like, but also like just ride horses. Find your local country bar near you, and yeah, or just become a bull rider. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Maybe not. You'll lose, you'll lose some weight, that's for sure. Uh, we were watching a um, YouTube video about Bodacious the bull that killed bull riders and stuff like that. Oh, wild! Yeah, it had like this like thing. It's like one of the only bulls known to like throw its head back, and so it like knocked. Faces wild. in. Crazy. Yeah. Um, springs were also used as tension apparatuses while wearing high heels, of course. So it's like, think resistance band, but for your ankles and a spring <laughs> instead of just a band. Huh. It's like you've been shackled. <laughs> Pretty well. Or some people would use hamster wheels. So you think of like, you know, those like circus wheels? Mm-hmm. Like that. <laughs> I don't understand. I guess core, maybe, but also... Definitely core. Huh, just like do a plank? Um, so women would use the wheel in their local gyms for sport. <laughs> I love that! I feel like we're missing out. Bring back the hamster wheel. <laughs> and the gyro wheel was also considered exercise equipment. Um, it's like the hamster wheel, but like, more intense. <laughs> I don't even know what that picture is showing me. If you had like a slow photo of what this woman is doing, it would look like um, Leonardo da Vinci's like arm guy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's a great description. Okay. Uh, The bongo board was another one. So it's basically the whole we've we've had them now, too, in in this day where it's like that you put a board on a wheel or like a wheel like a oh, rolling yeah, tube and yeah. try to balance on it yeah and you usually smash the shit out of your walls in the process yeah uh-huh. it was like that mm-hmm. that's good for like training when people use that for training for like snowboarding and stuff i thought uh and hockey okay maybe that's what it is yeah, yeah. um then we also have so many variations of treadmills Sick. uh one of them is on water oh okay my so, favorite kind so that's the nautical treadmill Oh, that would be so much fun until <laughs> you bonk your head off of it. You'd probably get a similar workout as if you have like a an ocean bike kind of thing. Like, you know, oh, okay. have you seen those sea bikes? No. It literally looks like that, but it's a bike and you pedal. I'm only thinking of the ones in like SpongeBob. 
mm-hmm. where they just ride them under the ocean. Mm, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, rowing machine variations, lots of resistance bands. Mm-hmm. This photo is so <laughs> creepy. <laughs> it's this man right. with like resistance band around his neck attached to his feet and then his hands are pulling up from the band from his feet and he's just like like deadpan yeah like there's nothing on his face yeah hmm um and then it just kind of dives into like different pilates methods oh yeah because we're in the 1980s now yeah this one's seven this one touches on 70s so it starts there for the 70s um and it's just Jazzercise comes in, as we said. Nice. And all that. And then now we're kind of similar to what we've been seeing now. But some of these early ones are like, I was like, what the What the heck is going on? (laughs) I love it. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll share those hopefully on our Instagram and our video as well. So you guys can take a look at those and our description. Mm -hmm. That's so sweet. That's like the ins and outs we have a few other things. Like I had a few other links of like fitness trends, but it basically all covers some of the weirdest ones I just shared. Mm-hmm. That's sweet. <laughs> one other one is like there used to be hula hooping was like a big thing. Yeah, yeah. And I, you see it; it's come back a little bit. It has come back. Like a lot of people are using it because um, it's it's I forget what it's good for, but like for yeah, mm-hmm. it's a great way to start your weight loss journey. Like if you're starting in like the multiple hundreds of pounds it's yeah. just an it's just an easy movement that you can do yeah and then i've seen there's one girl on tiktok where she has like a fancy um hula hoop that i think it's she a, can wait almost it's a link it's like they're links and so mm-hmm. you can remove links as you get smaller yeah or whatever and then it's like a string and then there's like a weight on the end of it yeah like that's what it is yeah so it's not like a an actual hoop mm-hmm. it's like a it's a, like the one belt. that goes around your ankle kind of yeah, yeah. it's like a belt and then you like has a string and a a way to attach to it. So you have to do the same motion, mm-hmm. but it's not a hoop. Yeah. So it's easier to keep up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much all we have for body trends and health myths. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard something that said that January and February are the hardest months to lose weight because we're like programmed kind of to go into hibernation. Yeah. But I couldn't find anything that really. Like the science that backs it up. Yeah. But you can see like it, it we're in the. It's eating. The, yeah it's a sluggish <laughs> yeah. time where we're like it's, you preparing for winter to slow down and then yeah. like march april may you're kind of amping up again for spring but yeah yeah it's just unfortunate that january and february are like the hardest months to like stay motivated when that's when everyone's pushing their new year's resolutions on you definitely um but, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. uh for today's segment jordan and i both grew up in ingredient-only households. Mm-hmm. If you don't know what an ingredient-only household is, it's the household where your childhood snacks were not Dunkaroos or mm-hmm. um, I can't even like think Walsh's, Walsh's fruit like goldfish, yeah, Rice Krispie squares, granola bars. Yeah, if you think of like your favorite childhood snack and it has a package, mm-hmm. that wasn't us. <laughs> that wasn't us. Like if I was craving a Rice Krispie square. Mm-hmm. I would just take a handful of Rice Krispie cereal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that that's what it and is. And a little bit of brown sugar and some milk. That was mine. Oh, no. I just eat it raw. <laughs> that was the total. I loved it. It was yeah. raw Rice Krispies. So we are going to rate ingredient only snacks mm-hmm. as found on BuzzFeed. Yes. Okay. And we'll do what? One to ten? Whatever. Sure. Yeah. Just out of ten. Plain tortilla. Oh, that's a solid... No, a plain tortilla, I never did. So I'm going to give that a three out of ten. Yeah, I'll give it a plain tortilla a three, but I would always make myself like just like a cheese quesadilla. I would do peanut butter and jam and then roll it up. Yeah, that's a good one. Or mm-hmm. Nutella and peanut butter. Oh, like, we never had Nutella. It was a treat when we had Nutella. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like a, a Nutella, not peanut butter, sorry, a Nutella and a banana. Oh, yeah. Roll it up like that. Yeah, I think my siblings would do, or my mom yeah. would do like peanut butter and honey. Oh, as yeah. As well. That yeah. was a big one. Yeah. Chocolate. Uh, so I guess, yeah, three out of ten, right? Yeah. Chocolate chips. Mm, I ate that a lot as a kid. I have to go 10 out of 10. I love chocolate. I'm not into it. I'm giving that like a four. Yeah. I was like the type though, like I wouldn't always like put myself like a bowl or like a ramekin of chocolate chips. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I would just go into the pantry and I would just pour them into my hand and like 
shove them in my mouth. Yeah. And just do handfuls of like That's chocolate chips. Yeah. Like my mom and my sister, like to this day, will just go in and grab a handful of chocolate chips. And yeah. they're like, what a great snack. And I'm like, well, <laughs> no. I still am like that person. Well, and even if we have ice cream or something and they mm-hmm. put chocolate chips on it, it's like, mm, like ice cream with your chocolate chips kind of thing. Yeah. 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 No, I definitely, I'm a chocolate chip cookie girl, cookie dough gal. Mm, for sure. No. And as a kid, whenever we had marshmallows and chocolate chips, I would like shove chocolate chips in the marshmallows and eat it like those two. Like together. Oh, smart. Yeah. Whenever we had marshmallows, it was never like that was the one ingredient we weren't allowed to like snack on. Mm. But we could have just like a handful of chocolate chips, yeah. which I'd imagine has to be equivalent <laughs> to a marshmallow <laughs> in terms of sugar. Yeah. But if I had to choose, I would choose a marshmallow over chocolate chips. Yeah. Yeah. No, I would just like. I would shove them in. I'd rip the marshmallows in half because mm-hmm. we always had jumbo marshmallows and mini oh, chocolate yeah. chips. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd rip the marshmallows in half and I would like have a bowl of chocolate chips and I would just like dip the sticky part of the marshmallow oh, in with the yeah, chocolate yeah, chips. Yeah. yeah. Or I'd like shove it into the mini ones and have it like snacks. Mm-hmm. Like that. Um, okay. Rolled up lunch meat. Oh, we never really had that, but I would give it a five because it has semi-decent protein content. <laughs> I give it a six. Yeah. As an adult. Sometimes, like, a turkey rolled up with, like, mustard in it. Mm-hmm. Slaps. Yep. Spoonful of peanut butter. Oh, man. We lived... We do a spoonful of peanut butter, put some chocolate chips on top, and we're ready to go. <laughs> I don't like peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> so it was really annoying. I go, Mom, I'm hungry. You could just have a, a peanut butter sucker. I don't want a peanut butter sucker. A peanut butter sucker? <laughs> That's what we called it, yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> so those are a four for me. I like peanut butter. I give it a seven. Mm-hmm. It was good. It was yeah. good. Uh, croutons. Oh, a ten out of ten. <laughs> we had the Costco croutons. Oh my gosh, I could eat the whole bag. <laughs> I'm definitely, it wasn't always, it wasn't a normal thing for me to go for croutons. Mm-hmm. We would go for um, like, just like, Plain, like lightly salted tortilla chips oh, okay yeah that's what we had more often yeah but croutons yeah i could see it being like a solid seven as well yeah we and, no one else would eat the croutons because they were they had gluten in them mm. so i was the only one that would eat them so <laughs> i had my own personal stash and it was croutons. awesome <laughs> yeah leading on the same foot there dry mm-hmm. cereal yeah i was big into it i like yeah. it's like an eight yeah i'll give it an eight as well yeah for sure Oh dear. Cinnamon toast. <gasps> 10 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Top notch. Yeah. Freaking love cinnamon toast. Yeah. That used to be such a treat. Oh my God, I know. I was like, there's just some cinnamon toast. And I would be like, air- yes. I went to this era where I just like ma- pre mashed my like brown sugar, cinnamon, and butter mixture. Mm-hmm. And occasionally a spoonful of that. Yeah. <laughs> just so good well i saw somewhere had i think it was your work had like cinnamon honey mm-hmm. and i was like yo i should have yeah. bought it <laughs> yeah. I actually i haven't had supper yet so <laughs> i could go for some mean cinnamon toast <laughs> okay shredded cheese i um, wouldn't shred it i would just like slice it yeah we would just have slices but uh, yeah it was pretty good on crackers cheese and crackers yeah i guess that'll that'll get a nine yeah yeah definitely Okay, this is one I never did. Crushed ice. I love chewing on ice. We never had a lot of ice, though. Yeah. But that really... gets a 10 out of 10. I love chewing on ice. Until my dad told me that um, apparently when you chew on ice, it means you're sexually frustrated. <laughs> Don't know the science behind that. <laughs> but I also sure. learned that chewing on ice causes microfissures in your teeth. And so it's like really bad for your teeth to do that. So I kind of also stopped doing it then because I'm terrified of getting like gum disease. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Saltines. Mm, butter on top. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Saltines and cheese. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I literally would just like have some saltine with my butter sometimes mm-hmm. and just eat it. Oh, so good. Yeah. So. Jern and I both, not only were we ingredient-only households, we were <laughs> ingredient-only households with no microwave. Yeah. So, um, microwave nachos, shredded cheese melted on top of tortilla chips. So basically just making yourself nachos as a snack. Yeah. Which we, we would g- do, but we would use the oven. Exactly. Yeah. Same, same. And so 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Yeah. It's tasty. But yeah, <clears> no, <throat> we didn't have a microwave, so that wasn't an option. Yeah. 
Um, that's like one of Bryce's like favorite snacks from growing up is cheese bread. Yeah. And it's literally just you put cheese on bread and then you put it in the microwave and yeah. it melts and it's so good. So my boyfriend had the microwave too. Yeah. He puts cheese on saltines and microwaves. It. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So, so it's like saltine nachos. I don't. Can, for me, it feels like saltines would kind of melt in the microwave. So I feel like with melted cheese on top of them, they'd be really soggy. Not really. Okay. Not I don't really. know why I think that. With enough, if if you get like a greasy spot from all the cheese melt, then yeah, yeah. then yeah. But it's no more than like nachos. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. Okay, and last one. Let me say this one because it was weird. Maraschino cherries. No. We never had a jar of maraschino cherries. Yeah. But I will I will go the one kind of snack that we did have with were those fruit cups. Yeah, those fruit cups were good. And the maraschino cherries in those fruit cups. That was my favorite part. Slapped. Yeah, so good. We love a mandarin orange fruit cup and we love a maraschino cherry and a mandarin orange. Yeah, we never had them a lot. And if we did, Graylin would eat them because he loved them. But if I could snag a maraschino cherry out of it, I was a happy girl. Yeah. Yeah. We were going to a restaurant gain a Shirley Temple just for the maraschino cherry. Ooh, no, we weren't allowed <laughs> to order anything but water. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Said, to this day, I haven't had a Shirley Temple. Oh, my God. I think. Oh, my God. We need to get you a Shirley Temple. <laughs> it's like a rite of passage. <laughs> the granddaughter of a restaurant owner. It's a yeah. rite of passage. <laughs> well, I'm trying to remember what we ordered in Mexico. We had, like, lots of Miami vices, but I don't remember if we ordered any, like, Shirley Temples or oh if it God. was just... I don't remember what we ordered, but... We gotta get you a Shirley Temple, girl. Mm-hmm. It's like a must. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next time we go out. You guys start 2024 with a Shirley Temple. <laughs> your girls know you have to have Shirley Temples. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's your birthday. We're having Shirley Temples. You can add alcohol to it if you want, but... No, just... we gotta have the whole experience. Orange juice, Sprite, and grenadine. Yeah, it sounds delightful. It's really good. It sounds really good, actually. Yeah. Okay, cool. We love to see it. It's basically a tequila sunrise, but add Sprite well, and... Well, it's just a sunrise. Tequila. Yeah. Yeah. That's so fun. I'm so excited. <laughs> Perfect. Well, all right. that's that on that. Mm-hmm. We hope you all had a happy, safe new year. Mm-hmm. Um, if- and go to patreon.com slash sometimes she slaps to sign up for our Patreon. It's two bucks a month. You get mm-hmm. all of our episodes ad free. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to plan a whole bunch of fun stuff for the new year yeah. for all of our patrons. So you're definitely going to want to do that and not mm-hmm. miss out. Join us. Join the Chabada Club. Join the Chabada Club. Yeah. yeah. That's going to be our first tiers. The yeah. Chabada Club. Yep. That's so cute. I love it. Um, so do that and be a part of our our community. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then for us, I'm Mac Joy. I'm It's Jupes. We're Sometimes Shabbat Slaps on all social media platforms. You can find our website, sometimesshabbatslaps.com, to find everything you got to know about us. We're talking mm-hmm. episode links, audio and video. We're talking affiliate links. We're talking merch links. We're talking book club reviews, guest links. All you got to know. Mm-hmm. Um, Instagram is where you can find us and vote on polls and also get another like a quick say we yeah. do a lot of polling there too yep um tiktok you can find a clusterfuck of whatever <laughs> yeah <laughs> who knows mm-hmm. i'm not gonna give you any sort of uh there's no promises yeah <laughs> there's no promises for tiktok <laughs> yeah it just, it's just there yeah um but yeah if you want to give us a follow like if you like what we're doing or if you just like us yeah give us a like mm-hmm. follow rate review whatever device you're watching this on subscribe to us on youtube do it mm-hmm. do the dang thing um and with that being said we will see you guys next tuesday Have time for now bye, bye. bye.